Welcome to another episode of the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Erner Berry Marketing Assistant Nicole Christie, here with my co-host, Seafood News Staff Writer Amanda Buckle. Hello, hello everyone. Thanks for listening. This week's episode is brought to you by Erner Berry's Comtel. Comtel specializes in the timely, accurate, and unbiased reporting of the markets to clients in the poultry, egg, meat, seafood, and related segments of the food industry. Be sure to download the brand new Comtel app on the App Store for iOS and Google Play for Android. Awesome. Thanks, Nicole. Do you want to give a rundown of what we're going to be discussing today? Of course I will. So as usual, we've got a lot of good stuff. We're talking salmon-safe food labels, reducing marine debris. It's a new study on the health benefits of seafood and the power of branding. Ooh, let's start off with the salmon-safe food label because it's something I've never heard of until this week and now I'm completely obsessed with it. I've never heard of it either. Well, fortunately for you, I have all the answers to the questions you didn't know you had. Awesome. (laughs) Which makes sense why I've never heard of it, right? Yes. (laughs) So Salmon Safe is a regional eco-label, you know, that can be found on farms in Oregon, Washington, California, and British Columbia. And uh, the goal of Salmon Safe is to transform land management practices so that Pacific salmon can thrive in West Coast watersheds. And I read this great article this week that was published on EarthFix about this egg farm that was getting grilled about whether they were taking good care of the waterways that bordered or ran through their land. And, you know, you're like, why? You know, Mm -hmm. you think, like, you only care about, you know, the chickens and, you know, what they're eating. And I I just never thought that anybody would care about the waterways. But um, this specific farm bordered a river, which has runs of salmon. And um, a concern is that pesticides and other things are running into this river. So what this farm decided to do is, uh, you know, make some changes and get Salmon Safe certified. So they stopped using pesticides, they planted some trees by their waterways, and they made other changes to earn their Salmon Safe certification. So like I said, like East Coast people won't see this, but if you ever run into a Salmon Safe label, whether it's on like eggs or beer or whatever, you know, like the company that, um, you know, that specific company, they made moves to ensure that their product is you know, not affecting and hurting wild salmon in any way, which I think is a, a pretty cool thing. And and obviously this doesn't apply to, like, every business, but I never thought, you know, when I'm buying eggs, I've never thought about them coming from a farm that's potentially polluting a local waterway that has salmon. Yeah, it's I've not, never thought of that either, how yeah. those would connect. Exactly. It, it's it's so strange, but it makes sense. And I, like I said, I've, I mean, I don't, unless the the label moves over to the East Coast, but I don't think we'll see it, but I wonder if there's something similar, I'll have to do more research, but I think that's pretty cool. And like I said, it's, it's just something that, you know, you see all these labels coming out now, it's, you know, it's organic, mm-hmm. it's, you know, like in... That's in, big these days, that's what people mm-hmm. wanna see. So I yeah. think that's why this, you know, That's what this egg farm said, is like they yeah. have, I mean, they have a range of, of people that they sell to, like I think Costco was one of theirs, but, um, you know, whether it's a mom and pop shop or, or a big, bigger company it's that that's the whole thing it's like what are you we want to make sure that you're not hurting the environment in any way but like I said it's I mean obviously this is not for every egg farm not every egg farm has I'm sure a waterway right there but it's it's a it's pretty cool that there were they were willing to take action and it could set the precedence for other farms of different commodities that are by a waterway that yeah. we might not have heard of yet so yeah like I said they, they said um actually it's it's common uh, to see the label on on beer uh, beers and, and wine, which I thought was was really? pretty. Yeah, but you still like you're you're drinking. You see like salmon safe, and you're like, oh, like 
is it okay for me to give this beer to, to salmon? salmon? <laughs> yeah, that's what people would think. Uh, that would get misconstrued there. <laughs> Maybe after a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta go find one that has a label and just you know test it out. Find me a fish. <laughs> this beer's okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, we get silly here. Uh, well, I think that's actually a good segue into our next story, which is that salmon farmers in Australia are doing their part to reduce the amount of waste that ends up in the water. Almost four tons of debris was collected from Macquarie Harbour, which is in the Tasmania, Australia region. So now the salmon farmers in that area say that they're going to start conducting quarterly cleanups of that area, and their goal is just to reduce the amount of commercial fishing material that gets lost in the water. So Yeah, we're, we're like a week late on Earth Day, but, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, it's, man. but it's, it's always Earth Day. Yeah, it should always be Earth Day, honestly. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's a great story, and I know that, you know, they collect a lot of, you know, bigger pieces of debris, but after reading about all the tiny pieces of plastic being found in fish and birds, I mean, that's like something that's always constantly coming up, and which I think we talked about before is like, I'm still shocked that like the little beads that is in like face wash and stuff is, you know, polluting waterways. Yeah, and like, so like, I'm not going to waste it, (laughs) but I'm not going to buy another one like that. It's not, but it's once again, not something that I thought of that is, you know, hurting the environment and ending up in these fish because they don't know any better, you know, but, uh, so these, you know, tiny pieces of plastic that are ending up in fish and birds. And, you know, it's, it's basically a nice reminder that everyone has a part to play. If you want to keep our oceans clean and our wildlife safe, um, and, you know, fish are definitely important, especially, Moving into our next story, uh, this latest study um, that researchers from the University of Sweden found a link between consumption of fish and better long-term neurological health. Um, and there's a specific protein found in several different you know, fish species, like uh, herring, cod, carp, and they've been shown to help prevent the formation of certain protein structures that are closely associated with Parkinson's disease. Uh, you know, and obviously, you know, Fish has long been considered a, a healthy food. You know, we're we're always talking about the brain power. There was also another study that's like, you know, now that finals are are starting for a lot of kids, it's like, you know, like have some seafood. Yeah, in your I mean, diet. it's not it's not going to be a miracle worker if you, if you haven't studied all, all semester. Exactly. Don't use that as an excuse, <laughs> kids. And the week before finals, these kids are just like eating, eating fish, fish nonstop. Not studying, like. just eating fish to replace it and hoping for the best. <laughs> I didn't study. I just had a lot of fish sticks this week. Sorry, professor. That's going to be the new my dog ate my homework excuse. No, I, I, I was too busy I, eating fish. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just, I think it's, you know, there's more than just, you know, there's other health benefits. And, you know, we're, like I said, omega-3s, but this, um, there's a Parkinson's protein, you know, that it actually prevents it from aggregating. And it makes sense considering that people who follow like a Mediterranean diet, which is very fish heavy, um, they see lower rates of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's in, in those people. So. As if you need more reasons to eat seafood. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's always, it's, it's good. I mean, the health benefits and it's most, I mean, I think we've talked about this before as well. There's not every single fish that I like, but most of it's yummy. Yeah. So. And most you can learn to cook. We have to throw that in there. Cooking seafood can be easy. Exactly. Um, but uh, <laughs> which is actually kind of funny because we had a group of kids in the Erner Berry office this week for Take Your Child to Work Day, and um, we polled them about their favorite foods, and none of them liked fish. 
It doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem like a kid-friendly food. I'll be honest. I know one of the questions we ask the kids is if they would prefer fish sticks to lobster, and a lot of them said fish sticks. You know, I don't like either, but I guess I'd choose fish sticks because <laughs> it's it's like chicken nuggets. Yeah. I would probably choose fish sticks over mm-hmm. that still. Yeah. What, but I, what I thought was funny is that a lot of them said they liked sushi, and, like, obviously not every, you know, sushi has has seafood in it mm-hmm. but a lot of it and especially the ones they were naming at first I was like I was like you are eating seafood that's there's you know there's crab in that one and there's whatever and they're like what and I'm like never mind don't tell them that <laughs> say it's chicken I'm gonna have some angry parents coming up to me next week when they try to get their kids to eat sushi and the kid's like no, no. there's seafood in it uh-huh. but they like it yeah. which I thought was crazy because like I I mean I don't really remember sushi I mean obviously sushi existed when I was a child but I don't remember it being a fad because it's such a fad now everyone eats it I didn't start eating it until a few years ago yeah so I mean I guess it's good that the kids are getting introduced to it it's on the healthier side yeah chain a little bit it's also like expensive though so I don't (laughs) I feel like I wouldn't be encouraging my kids to eat sushi (laughs) no lunchables what I had when I was a kid (laughs) Imagine, like, a kid, like, opening up their lunchbox. You got, like, a peanut butter sandwich to the right of you, sushi to the left oh, of you. that is horrible. That's a terrible combination. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I just thought it was, you know, it was really cute same in the office, but we definitely have to change their, their perspective of seafood. Yeah. Um, you know, but a lot of them, like, we grilled them about everything from chicken nuggets and hot dogs and hamburgers and, you know, I thought it was funny, too, is that none of them could name a brand that they liked either. I'm like, what kind of chicken nuggets do you like? They're like, I don't know. And I'm, But that's something, like, I look for now. Like, even, like, I don't think I necessarily buy my husband chicken nuggets, but (laughs) chicken tenders. But I bought this brand one time that they were, I I wasn't familiar with the brand, but they were on sale. I was being cheap. Mm -hmm. And he's like, these are terrible. He's like... So he could tell the difference. Yeah, he's like, do not buy these again. And he requests... I think he likes, like, Tyson or something. But, um, you know, it it makes you think a lot about brands, which leads us into our our final story of the day, which is that, you know, branding is important, you know? And uh, BrandSpark, they're a market research firm in Canada. Uh, They polled more than 18,000 Canadian shoppers to find out their go-to brands. And the survey found that when it comes to frozen fish... Most shoppers turn to Highliner, um, and this isn't the first time that Highliner has been recognized by Brand Spark. Uh, last month, their Can't Mess It Up brand—they um, have like a wild pink salmon—and Can't Mess It Up. It's this brand that you can't mess it up cooking. <laughs> Hence the name. Hence the name. It's a great idea. Uh, but that um, their product was named um, one of Canada's like best new products in the in the fish category. But I think it just goes back to like I mean. The fact that there's so many choices out there and for everything. I mean, we're not talking just seafood here, but it's important to create a strong foundation and build up consumer trust. And it's all about maintaining that, you know, that strong value and and consistent quality. And That's the biggest thing. And I think reputation is huge, too. If you mm-hmm. know other people are buying something, I think you're going to trust it more. When a product has reviews that are positive, you're more likely to try it mm-hmm. as opposed to one that doesn't have reviews. And then it's like, okay, I'm, you know going out on a limb here. I might hate it. It might be terrible. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing. And Highliner, they're very popular. Yeah, which is, I, um, we played a clip of the interview uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I spoke to um, one of Highliner's marketing people at Seafood um, Expo in North America in Boston. And uh, that, that was, they were one of the 
first companies when I was like experimenting with seafood that I, I went to. Mm-hmm. And it was because it was easy, it was already pre-seasoned, but now when I'm looking to try something, a new fish, I go to Highliner first, and then I experiment, and then I go to my fresh seafood. Mm-hmm. So I buy like their frozen products, and then I'll be like, okay, well, now I know I definitely like cod, so. Yep, they're your guinea pig. Yeah, so I go to seafood, yeah, I go to fresh seafood, and then I can buy something fresh, but it's like, I think it's, you know, it's 100% necessary. I do too. I agree. Branding is everything. Yeah. But, um, and at this Brand Spark survey, it was pretty interesting that they found that 66% of shoppers are more likely to try new products from brands that they trust most. You know, so when, you know, so you think when they, this can't mess up brand, when they come out with a new product, you're going to be like, okay, well, I like the last one. Might as well give this other one try a new shot. Yeah. You know, and while brand trust is, you know, mainly built around personal experiences, also have to take into, you know, factor like the fair pricing and endorsements from other customers. You know, it's it's all plays a role in, in shopping. It does. But then sometimes you'll find that a lot of the big brands are higher priced just yeah. because you know they're good and they know they can be. They know you're going to want to go buy it. So Back to my chicken story. I, <laughs> it was a waste of money because now my husband won't finish eating <laughs> this, other, this other chicken. So, it's I mean, it makes sense, you know, but sometimes you got to splurge and... Otherwise, it goes to waste, and especially yeah. with kids, you know, if you're buying something higher quality and they can taste the difference, you know, you're you're wasting your money money otherwise. Yeah. Or they can just smother the chicken nuggets in a lot of ketchup, and then they can't. Oh taste my the god, difference. the amount of ketchup that these kids eat—it was like I was listening to them. They put ketchup on everything too. It's. And they probably have the ketchup with a side of the food item, like it's a ketchup oh, meal with a side of yeah. chicken nuggets. But I do the same thing, so I can't talk. All right, well, there you go. Nicole's, <laughs> Nicole's the child in the room. I like this. <laughs> I am the child, and that's okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up now. And as always, thanks for listening. And be sure to follow more Seafood News on our Seafood News Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram account. And as always, this podcast was sponsored by Erner Berry's Comtel. Comtel specializes in the timely, accurate, and unbiased reporting of the protein markets download the new comtel app you can do it on the app store for ios and google play for android thanks for tuning in and we will talk to you guys next week see you later